welcome everyone this evening, if you will. Take your hymnal and go to page 392. 392. Let's stand together. We'll sing verses 1, 2, and 4. 1, 2, and 4. It's so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know the saith the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I to trust him more. Oh, how sweet to trust in Jesus, just to trust his cleansing blood, just in simple faith to plunge me neath the healing cleansing flood. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I trust him more. I'm so glad I learned to trust him. Precious Jesus, Savior, friend, and I know that he is with me, will be with me to the end. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I to trust him more. Amen. Just remain standing for prayer. Amen. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. Amen. All of our griefs, our sorrows, he just, uh, he, he knows all of them. And uh, he knows when uh, you're feeling good, knows when you're feeling bad. He knows when the devil's after you. Amen. And you ever think he may let the devil come after you every once in a while. Uh, you know what? Test your faith. Test your faith. Amen. Well, we're thankful for you being here. Uh, uh, we've got a lot to pray about. A lot of people need prayer tonight, and we'll do that in just a, a moment. I would ask you to be praying for uh, Brother Luther Witt. He's in uh, Augusta Hospital and fell the other uh, day and uh, hurt his back, and so uh, be praying for him, if you will, at this time. Amen. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Eddie Steele, lead us in prayer, please, sir. Yes, Lord, thank you. Amen. You may be seated. Take your hand and go to page two sixty. Page two sixty. Just remain seated and we'll sing all three verses.
infant Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. second. So let's stand. We're going to shake hands right now instead of take the offering. Uh, our chorus, I love you, Lord. Uh, we'll sing that through and then shake hands and greet one another. I love you, Lord, and I lift my Shake hands.
while you're finding your seats to sing it through once more. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, oh, my soul, rejoice, take joy, my King, in what you hear, may it be a sweet, sweet sound. In your ear. Man, you can be seated. All right, we'll take your bulletin out if you would, please. And I uh, want to bring your... You hadn't done the offering, all right. A few fellas come for the offering. You can come on up. We'll do that. And then we'll do some announcements. How about that? All right. How about the gym praying for us, would you please, sir? Take your bulletins, would you, please? And we'll go over a few things uh, right quick. Um, I just went down and talked to the teens for just a few minutes about this. 
Um, this is something we're, we talked about with um, just kind of in the planning this year. And so um, it's been a, a little while since we did a whitewater rafting trip. And I know Arnold is just uh, wanting to do it really bad. <laughs> so, no, so we, we have planned one for the 10th. I, took, I talked to Alpine Ministry today. Alpine Ministries is a ministry of uh, Appalachian Bible College there. We've been on several trips with them, and um, we've been on several trips in other places and um, just had some pretty bad experiences. But Alpine Ministries is a, is a Christian organization, so it's a great, their guides are great. Um, there's a devotion. As a matter of fact, we baptized three people last time we went on the trip from our group uh, that needed to get baptized, the Mahaffey Girls and, and Aiden. And so, um, so I told them about it. It's going to be on June 10th. That's a Monday. And uh, so if we're opening that up to the church, and we'll say more about this, probably get a sign-up sheet out, but I'll, I wanted to put a bug in your ear, um, because we can take up to 36 people, but you have to be over thir- the age of 13 to go. We've done this rafting trip before. Leslie's the same one we did before, all right? And Leslie's wanting to go again. I can look at it. She wants to go real bad. And so, no, this is a good trip. We did it back again, 21, when we went with the kids and did went to the... Uh, um, the uh, Prayer Advance, the Student Prayer Advance. So we went down there and then went to Roanoke to the Prayer Advance and had a great trip, great guides, and uh, just great rapids. It's uh, Obviously, there's a, a danger, but, I mean, this was a pretty safe. It's not the gully and the class fives right by the river that, that some of the older kids have done. This is, a, this is a pretty general rafting trip, okay? And so if you got any questions, see me about it. Um, like I said, I put a sign-up sheet. We're going to push you through Sunday school, push you through blast. And, but I want to put a bug in y'all's ears if anybody wants to go, and we'll, we'll keep mentioning that. So keep, keep that in your mind, if you would, please. It's going to be June 10th. We'll probably go up on a Sunday night, uh, go to church down there at, uh, at Cranberry Baptist Church. Um, that way we can be ready for the trip on uh, Monday morning early and uh, be back Monday night. So think about that. And before we get to the bulletin, I want you to, um, how many of you guys have got an email about this gambling thing that's going on in the state? Maybe from Brother Byron, you're connected to that, okay? Um, and so basically, um, uh, we've still got a little time to try to stop this. Of course, um, Pastor and I both have uh, signed a letter to the governor. Uh, our names are attached to a letter to the governor in opposition to this. Um, I spoke with uh, our state delegate, which is Ellen Campbell, not her personally, but her office this week. Uh, and then I spoke with um, uh, our, con- uh, uh, our state senator's office, which is Chris Head. Um, and so I've got numbers here uh, that it would be good for a lot of people to call. And I, I think our people are opposed to it, but it's still good for us to call. I mean, uh, Ms. Campbell is opposed to it, uh, which she's our state delegate. Uh, if you're in Augusta County, Rockbridge County, uh, the city of Stanton and Waynesboro, she's your delegate. Uh, our state senator, Chris Head. Um, he's against it, but it's still good to have our voice heard. And so uh, I've got numbers here, and there's, a, there's, there's some paperwork I can give you if you're willing to make that call. Listen, you can do it in, in five or ten minutes. And uh, I had a good conversation with both offices and letting them know that our church and our, our leadership was opposed to it uh, just so they know that we're against it. So um, we're, we're going to fight it. We need to fight it. So please, if you, if you, if you can call your state senator, uh, your state delegate, um, that would be helpful. I have the information. If those are your delegates, it's very easy to find your delegate. If, this, if these aren't your delegates, and so see me, I'll, I'll do all I can to try to help you do that, okay? Uh, now, to the bulletin real quick. Um, and so Brother Byron is coming in on uh, Friday for our rally. Excited about that. And so um, if folks can help us with desserts, that would be helpful. Brownies, cookies, things like that. That's always helpful. A little finger, finger desserts for the, for the young people. 
and adults, I guess, right? And so choir rehearsal uh, on uh, Saturday at 4 p.m. We'll have our, our, our choir refresher, and uh, it's always a refreshing time, and looking forward to Sunday. And so, um, so be here for four, at 4 o'clock for that. And then uh, Brother Byron will be with us for the AM, PM services, regular service times, regular Sunday school on Sunday. And then our Easter egg fundraiser begins. This is for camp and for, um, for the uh, mission trip. And so um, help us out with that. Uh, perhaps you can take a sheet and pre-sell some eggs. That would be helpful um, uh, for us. We're looking at going to Timber Ridge uh, Bible Camp this summer. Uh, so we're going up for a rally in April. Uh, a sharper, uh, sharper than iron conference for the, the teens. It's on a Friday and a Saturday. We'll, we'll be promoting that in April, and so we just want to get there and see it first before we make a commitment to camp. But we're looking at probably taking uh, a uh, a combo week there in July, and so um, we'll say more about that. But uh, that's what that's for. That's that's what that's to help. So um, please listen up for that information. Um, pay attention to what's going on in March. We got Scripture Assembly coming up first first weekend. Uh, missions conference, with Brother Dan. Uh, no, excuse me. Um, Scripture assembly with Brother Dan, and then our mission conference with Brother Chuck Harding and missionaries planting churches in America. And so uh, please be paying attention to those things. And then, uh, of course, our Easter service and all that kind of stuff, be praying for that. Happy birthday this week to, to Melissa and Pastor on the same day. And then uh, congratulations to um, my mother and father-in-law. I have an anniversary tomorrow. And I want to say it's 54, 55 years. Good night. Uh, 55 years, and so um, they've been at it, so we praise God for that. But I want Pastor to come. Pastor's got a special date. His birthday is on, on, um, on Friday, and this is just a little something from the church uh, to tell him we love him and we appreciate him and to wish him happy birthday. And so happy birthday, Pastor. That's just from a, uh, some, a little bit of money from the church. We appreciate you. And uh, we thought about buying you something, but we thought it would just be easier to give you money and you can go buy your own jacuzzi or whatever you want to buy. <laughs> That's an idea. <laughs> so, so happy birthday to Preacher, okay? All right, Brother Tony, you come with us in the song. Page 131. Let's stand once again. 131. We'll sing verses 1, 2, and 4. 1, 2, and 4. <clears throat> I hear the Savior say, Thy strength indeed is small. Child of weakness, watch and pray. Find in me thine all in all. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left the crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. Lord, now indeed I find. Thy power and thine alone can change the leper's spots and melt the heart of stone. Jesus paid his all, all to him I owe. Sin had left the crimson stain, he washed me white as snow. And when before the throne I stand in him complete, Jesus died my soul to save, my lips shall still repeat. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left the crimson stain, 
He washed me white as snow. Amen. You can be seated. All right. If you'll um, take your prayer bulletin, we'll uh, highlight a few things on that and then mention a few things. Um, if you would, please, then we'll open up the floor to give a few prayer requests if you have some. Um, continue to pray with this young man uh, by the name. We're just giving you initials AA, a 14 young man, and uh, just going through some things, struggling with some things. This is a request from Terry Williamson. And so uh, if you would, please continue to pray for him. And then uh, you can look at your prayer bulletin there. Of course, be praying for our services here. And I appreciate your prayers for the rally. And uh, we'll get going about uh, 6.45 for our quizzing. Service time about 7.30 if you're able to make that. And it's always an encouragement. And let me encourage you to get your young people here. And this is a great meeting. It's great preaching. Every, every month that we have it, there's something that God's giving the young people that they need. And um, get, get in. I know it's, it's a lot. A lot of things are going on. But do your best if you could. Uh, to get your young people here. That'd be helpful. But be praying for these ministries. Be praying for the um, Brother Byron as he comes. And, of course, uh, next month is, is our kickoff, uh, our first meeting uh, for our Bridge of Hope. And so uh, we're having three of those meetings. The first one is here. Uh, this meeting's in September, the um, Bridge of Hope, sept- the last Saturday in September. It's replacing our September rally. And so we're having three kickoff meetings. Brother Reno will be in, and that'll be Easter weekend. And so uh, Brother Reno will be here. And at the meeting, Brother Byron will be here working with the choir. And so it'll be a, kind of a prayer meeting, preaching meeting. And so um, we're really trying to uh, reach out and get more folks here to promote that meeting and to pray for that meeting, to get a choir practice in uh, for that meeting. So we're going to have a youth choir uh, for the Bridge of Hope. So be praying for that. That's on our prayer list. And uh, we're just asking um, the Lord to, to save young people, to challenge young people. Um, listen, uh, they can have a heart for God. The Bible is very clear on, um, read Ecclesiastes 12, um, serve them when you're young, uh, you know, because, uh, when you get old, what happens? I mean, your, your memory, your let all, all that whole list there in Ecclesiastes chapter it begins to slip away. Um, but no, in your youth, let no man despise that youth Timothy talks about, but be thou an example of the believer. And so God wants young people to serve him and they can give their lives to him at a very young age and serve him. And so we're praying that God will use these things in a very special way. Uh, our rallies and this, these, um, these, this bridge of hope to reach young people for Christ. And so be praying for these local churches. Of course, um, pastor's got a list there of the pastors he's praying for. Continue to pray for them. Uh, Brother um, Ron and Lisa Bixler, Andy and Josie, uh, the Deloaches, uh, Stephen Robin, uh, Ryan and Aubrey. And I talked to Ryan just a little bit uh, this week. Um, Brenna, which is, she's a sophomore at Crown. She's going to be going on a mission trip with us uh, this year. And so... Uh, she's dating a young man that's going to this, a Spanish-speaking country, and so she's going to jump in on this mission trip with us and go, so she's excited about it, so be praying for them. And then uh, Brother Scott Pauley, Brother Dan Hummel, of course, be with us here in just a couple of weeks for our scripture assembly, be praying for them, then the beards. And then uh, if you open it up there, uh, continue to pray for these folks that are um, suffering, uh, this lost loved ones, going through bereavement. Uh, you know, it's easy sometimes uh, to reach out and encourage folks uh, when someone passes away, but Continue to keep these folks in your prayers and ask God to give grace and strength and um, try to be an encouragement to these folks if you would, please. Several folks need to be saved. Of course, I'm sure you've probably got folks in your heart and mind that need to be saved. Be praying for those folks. These special requests there. You see Bridge of Hope there. Of course, Pastor and his family. I appreciate your prayers for our family, our country, uh, and uh, our, our nation, our leaders. Be praying for our local government, uh, our, uh, our governor, attorney general, lieutenant governor, and then our um, 
our uh, delegates, our state delegates, be praying for these folks. If you would please, military and law enforcement, our college students um, at Crown and then uh, JMU. And of course, uh, one young lady, Naomi, at Hiles, be praying for them. Uh, a lot of folks in our church family list there, be praying for them. If you would please, uh, Miss Robin had her second treatment yesterday. Continue to pray for her. She has these every week. And uh, good to see her here tonight. I'm glad she's uh, doing a little bit better. So be praying for her if you would please. Uh, Cindy's got her thyroid removed on the 12th uh, of March. Um, Herschel, I talked to him through text just a little bit this week. Um, I hadn't called him after Virginia got beat so bad by Virginia Tech because <laughs> he's a Virginia fan. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, uh, be praying for her since he was recovering from the surgery. Uh, had a couple of follow-ups and I'm um, trying to get better from this thing. So be praying for him. Um, continue to pray for Kylie. Of course, uh, Anna with her, her back. Uh, Arnold's got surgery coming up on the 6th. Dan Williamson's having a procedure on the 7th. Be praying for these men. And then um, these friends and family that's battling cancer, please continue to pray for them. Um, Chloe there and a whole list of the folks. Um, if you would, please be praying for them. Continue to pray for the Sebastian family, the passing of little baby Sebastian. If you would, be, be praying for them. And then we had a lot of folks mentioned on Sunday. Uh, of course, um, I mentioned Shelly Morelli. This is Brent Morelli's wife. Um, we support them with First Bible International. Uh, Brent was sick and then kind of got over it. And she's got it and just can't seem to shake it. And so he, he's asking us that we pray for her. Um, and somebody, I think, uh, had mentioned that uh, Angie Pullen's having a test. She had a test on Tuesday, hadn't heard the results, continue to pray for her results. Um, uh, Katie, I know she's still dealing with the blood clot, uh, the pain there, trying to get that adjusted, be praying for her. Um, Danny's having a, I think Danny got a shot this week from the sciatic nurse, continue to pray for him if you would. Glad to see Sandra here tonight, she's feeling better, praise God for that, been praying for her. Um, Melissa's mom uh, scans tomorrow cancer spots. That was, yes, and so I don't see them back there, but, yeah, I'm not sure how that turned out, but continue to pray for the results from that. Um, Will and Melissa, so Melissa's mom had scans on Monday. And then Leah Burdine, I'm not sure if we have a baby. Has anybody heard? Nope. Okay. Uh, we have? I'm sh yeah, Angie's shaking her head, so I guess we have a baby. So continue to pray for them, and so uh, praise God for that. Rick had some unspoken, uh, of course, Diane, and I'm not sure, Rick, how Molly's scans went. Have you got? Okay. Praise the Lord. Amen. Appreciate your prayers for that. And then uh, continue to pray for uh, Amy uh, Steele's dad. Um, has some situations with his hip going on. So be, uh, continue to pray for him if you would, please. All right. All right. Is there anything we can add to the list? Uh, I know we've mentioned a lot of things, but perhaps uh, there's something we didn't mention or haven't covered, uh, I'll get you Donna, then I'll get you Rebecca. Miss Donna? Uh, Be praying for... Um, Phyllis, this is Eddie's niece, and uh, just having all kinds of problems in ICU in North Carolina, heart, liver, uh, failure, respiratory failure, so be praying for uh, Miss Phyllis, if you would please, and then I think Rebecca, your hand went up there. Continue to pray for uh, Pastor Trump, Pastor Roy Trump, as he works through this prosthetic situation. And so we've got a temporary one, and uh, looking forward maybe one day to get a permanent one, but just pray that God will lead them 
and playing path and all of those things uh, for Pastor Roy Trump. That's uh, Rebecca's dad. All right. Anybody else on this side? Miss Stephanie? Okay. Anybody else have unspokens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of unspokens. Uh, aren't you glad that uh, God's all-knowing, omniscient? He knows, knows all about it. Uh, when we can't mention it openly, I'm glad that he knows our very hearts and these specific needs. Anybody else on this side? All right, how about this side? All right, I got you. Uh, we'll go Miss Robin, then I'll get you. Mary. And you pray for a little cash, and then um, I guess the spots uh, were good, but she's got to go back for uh, the lymph node. Um, this is talking about uh, Melissa's mother that had the test on Monday. All right, Miss Mary. Amen. Way. That's all right. Continue to pray for him. God will leave him a plain path and continue to use the boys. Um, you know, I know they, they try to be a witness to their family. They get to go up north and they, they talk to the sisters and uh, God's used them. So you, you continue to pray for him. And uh, we've had some men from our church to do this and so to do that. And uh, a couple of them, matter of fact. So um, maybe we can put him in contact with some of those folks and encourage him a little bit. All right. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am, Miss Penny. Praying for Ann Hughes, a uh, tenant of Miss Penny Nims that's renting, and uh, just been in and out of the hospital, got COPD, uh, different things going on. Be praying for Miss uh, Ann Hughes, if you would please. All right, anybody else before we pray? Yes, Brother Rick. Pray for Miss Diane. She's not feeling well, and uh, been feeling well all week. It seems like so. Be praying for her, and then uh, Andy and Josie. Josie's just uh, still battling with this situation with her mouth, and just pray that God will give her the grace she needs to deal with that and find find some treatment to get some relief. All right. Anybody else before we pray? All right. Well, let's. Um, if you're able to, um, you can come down to the altar. We'll spend some time in prayer. Uh, I'll jump in here in just a minute. And pray as you pray, and uh, then pastor will come preach to us. So,
Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight as a, uh, a body of believers, Lord, um, gathered together here tonight, Lord, to hear your word, to sing these hymns of the faith, and Father, to pray, um, to bring our requests to you. And Father, we realize that we're not worthy to even come before you uh, in our own merit, but we do thank you so much for uh, the cross, the blood of the Lord Jesus, and uh, that we've been made worthy in Christ, accepted in the beloved. And uh, you said that we can come boldly to the throne of grace and bring these requests to you. And so, Father, we come uh, not in any, any work or merit of our own, but strictly through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And uh, we do ask boldly uh, for you to meet these needs. Uh, Father, thank you so much for your love and uh, just uh, for your compassion to usward. Um, Father, I know that uh, the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. And that's every single one of our hearts. And, uh, Father, even though we're sinful people, uh, Father, yet you had this unconditional love for us uh, like you've had for the nation of Israel, your people. And, Father, you desire to, to meet with us. You desire to spend time with us. You desire for us to spend time with you and to, to seek your face and to spend time in your word and to commune with you, uh, to talk with you. Uh, Father, I, I can't fathom the love that you have for us, but I'm so thankful for it. Uh, thank you for uh, the great love wherein you loved us. Not that we loved you, but that you loved us and sent your son to be the propitiation for our sins. And not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. And, uh, Father, I pray that you'd help us, Lord, to, to have the mind of Christ, the uh, compassion of Christ that makes a difference. I pray that you'd, uh, Father, help us, Lord, to, uh, as we're out in the world, out in the community, out in our neighborhoods, out in the workplace, uh, I pray that you'd just burden our hearts for those around us that need Christ. And, um, Father, help us, Lord, to be gospel-ready, to uh, have that gospel track, to uh, take the opportunity as the Lord opens the door for us to share the truth. Uh, of the, uh, the Lord Jesus, the gospel of Jesus Christ, that's the only way to heaven. And, um, Father, that's the only way a person gets to heaven is through the Lord Jesus. May we uh, realize the importance of that and, and uh, Father, be the, the witnesses we should be. I pray that you'd be with our church, Lord. Continue to be with Pastor. Give him strength. Uh, I pray that you'd help him. Uh, Father, thank you for allowing him to celebrate another birthday coming up here on Friday. Continue to extend his ministry. Give him health and strength. Be with Miss Robin. She has these uh, treatments, Lord. Thank you for getting her through the first two and uh, giving her strength to get through those, Lord. I pray you continue to help everything to go well and uh, for everything to be successful. Um, Father, we just praise you and thank you for answering prayer, for um, opening doors and uh, closing doors that need to be opened. And, Father, just for your provision. I think about, Father, just how you provided for us every single day that we live, the air that we breathe, the, uh, the sun that continues to rise and set every single day, the uh, the enjoyment of what we have around us as far as our world and the creation and uh, Father, just uh, the ability to live and to breathe and to, um, to have brothers and sisters in Christ for our church family. And I pray that you would just give us uh, strength, give us wisdom, give us discernment. Uh, Father, we bring these requests to you tonight. I think it's Shelly. I pray that you continue to touch her body. Uh, give her strength, Lord, be with her as he recovers. And Miss Angie, I pray for results from this test that she's had. And uh, for Anna and Kylie and uh, the situation with Anna's back and Kylie with her uh, medicine uh, to, to kick in and help working. And I pray you to help her there. Um, be with Katie in the situation with her blood clots. I pray you continue to help the medicine to be effective there and get to a place where they can uh, be effective and, and work and uh, not be in so much pain. And uh, for these children that are battling cancer, Lord, I pray you continue to be with them, be with their families, give them strength and grace. Uh, Father, for little Chloe, I pray you to help her and continue to be with um, their family in a very special way, Lord, as they uh, wrap up these treatments. I pray that everything will be effective. You keep her well and uh, help everything to go success, be successful there. Continue to be with Danny and 
uh, as he's um, getting uh, the sh got the shot and having this nerve problem, Lord. And uh, thank you for Sandra getting better. Me here tonight, Lord, help her be with Melissa's mom. Uh, we thank you for the uh, situation with the spots, Lord. I pray you continue to be with the, the appointment with the lymph nodes and all those things. And uh, I praise you for uh, bringing this baby into the world for Leah. Continue to help her and uh, her husband, Lord, as they, Andrew, as they um, raise this child, Lord. I pray you give them grace. Um, just meet their needs. Uh, for Miss Diane, she's not feeling well. These many unspoken tonight, Lord, that's been mentioned and that you know uh, that are on people's hearts. I pray you'd work in those situations there, Lord. Be with Amy's dad. I pray for uh, Eddie's niece, Phyllis, in North Carolina. I pray you'd help her and just uh, the pain that she's in, the problems she has with all of these, uh, these physical ailments, Lord. I pray you'd touch her body and uh, give him grace at this time. I'll be with uh, Pastor Trump. Uh, continue to help him, and we thank you for the progress there. And continue to just encourage his, his heart. Be with his family, Lord. Be with the church. Um, Father, I pray for our, our nation and for our country and for uh, this bill uh, on gambling that, uh, Father, just uh, seems to be uh, going in the wrong direction uh, for even uh, conservative people, Lord. They don't see the truth in this and the, the detriment of it. I pray that you'd help us, Lord, to make our voice heard, to do our part uh, in, in being op opposed to it uh, and for the right reasons, for the biblical reasons. Um, be with this uh, Ann Hughes that's been mentioned with the dementia and uh, all these things. Lord, I pray you'd help her and um, the COPD. I pray you'd touch her body. And um, Father, be with Josie and Andy there. I pray you'd just continue to touch, touch uh, Josie's uh, mouth and just give them wisdom, discernment, Lord. I pray you'd help her as she deals with the pain and uh, give them the grace they need. Father, continue to meet the needs of our church. I pray for our mission trip, for the things going on this summer, uh, for our um, rally coming up, the, uh, the choir Refresh your Lord, and uh, just um, we thank for the ministers of the church, the, the privileges you've given us to serve you uh, in and through the local church. And uh, Father, be with the message tonight. Be there, things that's going on downstairs. Uh, give us grace. And uh, Father, may we take the word of God that we hear tonight and apply it to our lives. And um, Father, take uh, the message of Christ, uh, uh, Father, to a lost and dying Lord. Help us to be a good testimony for you. We ask all these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'd like you to take your Bibles and go to 2 Chronicles chapter 14 tonight, 2 Chronicles 14. We're going to look at a Old Testament character tonight. You know, there are people that have character and then there are people that are characters, you know. And the gentleman we're going to look at tonight, he did have character, but he became a character. Amen. That's all I'm going to say right there. But look, in, if you will, in Second Chronicles chapter 14, verse 1, it says, So Abijah slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David. And Asa his son reigned in his stead. In his day the land was quiet ten years. And Asa did that which was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. For he took away the altars of the strange gods and the high places and break down the images and cut down the groves and commanded Judah to seek the Lord God of their fathers and to do the law and the commandments and took away out of all the cities of Judah the high places and the images and the kingdom was quiet uh, before him. Now let's go over to chapter uh, 15 for just a, a little bit, read a few verses here. Verse 1, 
And the Spirit came, the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded. And he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you be with him. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Now for a long season Israel hath been without the true God, without a teaching priest, and without law. And you understand that's basically talking about the uh, time of the judges, time uh, in that period there. said, But when they in their trouble did turn unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found of them. Now go over to chapter 16, if you will. Notice here it says, In the sixth and thirtieth year of the reign of Asa, Basa, king of Israel, came up against Judah and built Ramah and to the intent that he might let none go out or come in to Asa, king of Judah. Then Asa brought uh, out silver and gold out of the treasures of the house of the Lord and of the king's house and sent to Ben-Hadad, king of Syria, that dwell at Damascus, saying, There's a league between me and thee, as there was between my father and thy father. And behold, I have sent thee silver and gold. Go, break thy league with Basa, king of Israel, that he may depart from me. And Benadad hearkened unto king Asa, and sent the captains of his army against the cities of Israel. And they smote Ajon, Dan, and Abel, Maim, and all the store cities of Nephtali. And it came to pass when Basa heard, heard it, that he left off building Ramah and let his, let his work cease. Then Asa the king took, took all Judah, and they carried away the stones of Ramah and the timbers thereof, wherewith Basa was building. And he built the, therewith Geba and Mizpah. And at the time that Hananiah the seer came to Asa the king of Judah and said unto him, Because thou hast relied on the king of Syria, and not relied on the Lord thy God. Therefore, in the host, the king of Syria escaped out of thy hands. We were not the Ethiopians and Lubans, a great host. We, uh, with very many chariots and horsemen, yet because thou didst rely on the Lord, he delivered them into thy hand. For the eye of the Lord is, a, uh, is uh, the eyes of the Lord run to and fro through the whole earth to show himself strong in behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Herein thou hast done foolishly, therefore from henceforth thou shalt have war. Now look what it said there in verse number 9, if you will. It said, The eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in behalf of those whose heart is perfect towards him. The idea is that they have a blameless heart. I want, I want us to look tonight at the subject, the importance of walking with God and walking in His truth. How important is it really to walk with God, to follow God, to uh, dedicate yourself to the uh, Word of God where you, that you might be able to uh, learn how to walk? You know, uh, you take a baby... You know, everybody gets excited when, when the baby begins to take those first few steps, begins to crawl and take those first few steps. But you know what? 
uh, he doesn't learn how to do that just by himself. He doesn't just one day say, hey, I'm going to walk today and take off. No, mom and dad have to coax him and they have to help him. And and then, uh, you know, he takes that first little wobbly step like a drunk man, you know. And then the next thing you know, he's taking two steps and he's taking three. And then he falls and he may be a week before he's ready to take another step. But you know what? You just keep on working with him, boy. And, and he keeps on. Why? Because there's a desire there. Now, I want us to look tonight, if you will, and, at the importance of walking with God. But I want to I give you a couple principles here tonight before we get started in the message. First of all, I want you to go back, if you will, and, and look in chapter 14 and verse 2. Notice it says, And Asa did that which was good and right in the eyes of his God. Now, you know what? When you think about it, it is always good and it is always right to put God where God belongs and that's first in your life. You know, uh, you know, how can I demonstrate how much I love God? By the way, I walk. I mean, I can tell people, boy, I love God. And there's always going to be a smart aleck in a bunch that's going to say this, prove it to me. Wasn't that what Jesus said? He said, if you're going to be my disciples, he said, you know what you got to do? You really got to hate yourself. You got to hate your mom. You hate your dad. Now, he didn't mean that you literally hate them, but he said, when you love me so much, everything else in your life will look like that you hate it. Why? Because you love me that much. And you can't walk with Jesus if you're walking with one foot in the world and you're trying to please everybody around. You see, tonight I want you to see that there's a principle that, you know what, it is good and it is right to do what? To, to walk with God and to do what God wants. If you're going to have the blessings of God upon your life, you're going to have to be able to do that which is good and right in the eyes of the Lord. Then go over, if you will, to uh, or go down to verse 5. And notice it says here in the latter part of verse 5, it says, And the kingdom was quiet before him. And, and if you look down in verse 6, it says, And he built fenced cities in Judah, for the land had rest. And he had no war in those years. Because the Lord had given him rest. Here's another principle. The Lord gives you rest. Spiritual rest. He gave gave the nation of Judah here rest from from war. And my dear friends, you know what? uh, You know why war comes? Because of the contentions and the pride of mankind. And yet here it said that the kingdom was quiet before him. You, you really want, you want to have a, a peaceful and a quiet life? Then there's one thing to do. Put God where he belongs. Put God first and allow Jesus Christ to dictate what you're going to do. And you'll find out that there is peace and quiet. And that's what our world's looking for. But they're always looking in the wrong place, aren't they? You see, now let's notice something else here. Another little principle that we we can come up with. Go over to uh, chapter 15 for just a moment. And and notice it says in verse number 9 that he gathered all Judah and Benjamin and the strangers with them out of Ephraim and Manasseh and out of Simeon. For there fell to him out of Israel in abundance. Talking about King Asa. It said, 
when they saw that the Lord his God was with him. When the Lord was God. Is there evidence tonight in my life and in your life that God is present in your life? You see, you and I do not turn over a new leaf when we get saved. That, that, that wouldn't be transformation. That would just be reformation. And what we need is transformation. And Asa, my dear friends, when he began to, when he took the throne as a, as a young man, I want you to know something, that he decided then, I'm going to do two things. First of all, I'm going to love my people. And second of all, I'm going to love God. And when I do those two things, then I'm going to put God where he belongs. And so tonight I want you to know something. You know what we need to do? We need to really be like Oasa and let other people say, you know what, I may not like that guy. I don't agree with him, but there's one thing about it. God's with him. Let me ask you a question. Can others see God in your life? If we're going to really, if God's going to be evident in our life, we're going to have to yield some things, aren't we? Now notice another principle, if you will, before we really get started here. Notice, if you will, down in verse number uh, 14 of, of, uh, verse 14 of chapter uh, uh, 15. It says, and they swear unto the Lord with a loud voice and with shouting and with trumpets and cornets and all Judah rejoiced at the oath for they had sworn with all their heart and sought him with their whole desire and he was found of them and the Lord gave them rest round about. Now notice here, you want rest, you want peace, you want quiet, you want success in life, then you know what you need to do? It says, verse 14 said that, hey, they praise God. They shouted the victory down. But notice also it said in verse 14 and verse 15, it said then they rejoiced at the oath. The oath was that they'd, uh, you know what, they'd, they, they were offering offerings unto the Lord. They're going to make a covenant with the Lord. And so we see here that, you know what, if I really want the Lord to give me rest and I want peace, you know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to seek the Lord with my whole heart. I'm going to have to live with God and for God with my whole heart. And I'm going to have to have what my desire is going to be, please Him, sweet Jesus. So tonight, as you and I think about how important is it to walk with the Lord, I want you to notice, first of all, the passionate beginning. Go back to chapter 14. And notice this passionate beginning of Asa. In verse 2 it said, And he did that which was right in his eyes of the Lord. Now notice how, how uh, the evidence of him doing what was right and good in the Lord. It said he took away the altars of the strange gods and the high places. Now, you know what? Sometimes we get gods that we don't intend to be gods in our lives. There's a lot of gods that people have in their life. I, I mean, you know, we live in a day when sports are God. Oh, I'll bow down to anything, but I'm not bound down to Jesus. I'll give my time to anything, but I won't give it to Jesus. I'm going to, uh, listen, I'll do anything I can to help, but you know what, I'm, uh, you know what, if I'm really going to uh, have a passionate beginning, there's always got to be right desires. 
right desires. What was the right desires? He took away the altars of the strange gods. You got any strange gods tonight in your life? You say, Brother Ritter, I'm a Christian. I don't have other gods. Okay. There's a lot of things that can be gods. You know what? Uh, you know what an idol is? Covetousness is an idol. I mean, we, uh, how many of you tonight would say, Brother Ritter, there's no way I would bow down to a wooden, st- uh, a wooden idol. I wouldn't bow down to a rock or I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't kiss the toe of, uh, 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 of, of an idol or anything like that. I wouldn't do that. But yet there's a lot of strange gods that are present in the church of Jesus Christ today. You see, you and I need to have the right desire. Uh, that passionate beginning when Asa was just a young king and he was, he was still trying to uh, establish himself as king. He said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do what? I'm going to really live for God. I want you to listen to what uh, Moses said back in Deuteronomy chapter uh, 4, if you will, and about verse number 29, if you will, or verse 25, it says, And when thou shalt begot children and children's children, and ye shall have remained long in the land, and shall corrupt yourselves and make a graven image or the likeness of anything, and shall do evil in the sight of the Lord thy God to provoke him to anger. You better, you and I better stop and think about that tonight. You know what? When I have strange gods, you know what I'm really doing? I'm shaking my fist in God's face and saying, God, you know what? You are God, but you know what? I got a God that's just as good as yours. That's what he says right there. He said to provoke him to anger. I'll call heaven and earth to witness against you this day that ye shall utterly perish from off the land whereunto you go over Jordan to possess. And ye shall not prolong your days upon it, but shall utterly be destroyed. And the Lord shall scatter you among the nations, and ye shall be left few in number among the heathen, whither the Lord shall lead you. Boy, that's an amazing statement to me. They're turning from God. He said, there's going to come the day that you're going to turn from me. You're going to follow your way. You're going to have those strange gods. You're going to bow down to others. But he said, when you just remember that when you go to Babylon, when you go here, yonder, and everywhere, and you can't figure out why you're here, he said, I want you to know one thing. I'm leading you. And there's one thing after the Babylonian captivity that the nation of Israel never really had a problem with, and that was bowing down to idols. God took care of why? Because even in Babylon, he led them. Now notice what else it said. He said, and there ye shall serve gods, the works of men's hands, wood and stone, with uh, which uh, neither uh, see nor hear nor uh, eat nor smell, but if from hence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him. And if thou seek him with thy, all thy heart and with all thy soul, when thou art in tribulation, all these things will come upon thee, even in the latter days, if thou turn to the Lord thy God and shall be obedient unto his voice. You know what the Lord says? For the Lord thy God is merciful. Oh, I say to you tonight that, you know what? Desire is 90% of everything that you and I do. You take an athlete, 
I mean, you know what? He can be talented. He can be gifted. But if he doesn't have the desire to win, he doesn't have the desire to perform, he doesn't have the desire to discipline himself so that he can be the best he can be, you know what he's going to be? A failure. You and I need to realize tonight that you know what? This passionate beginning here that Asa had, it came because he had the right desires. He had one desire in life. I'm going to please God. Not only that, my dear friends, we see that he had the, the right practices there. It says in verse 3, he took away the altars of the strange God and he commanded Judah to seek the God of their fathers. And he said, not, not only seek God, but to do the law and his commandments. In other words, just simply be obedient to the word of God. And he took away out of all the cities of Judah the high places and the images and the kingdom was quiet. Oh, you see, he had the right practices. In other words, you know what he did? What he preached, he practiced. Do I really preach what I practice or practice what I preach? Do I, really? I, I believe this. I believe Jesus is Lord of all. I believe that he is God robed in flesh and that he died for our sins and he paid for our sins in full and he's my savior. And my dear friends, I say he's Lord of my life, but my dear friends, if he's Lord of my life, then you know what I must do for that? When he's Lord, I must bow. James said, humble yourself. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Oh, I say to you tonight, here Jeremiah, Asa had the right desires, he had the right practices, but he also had, he did all these things for the right reasons. And we see that in verse 6 and 7, it said, because the Lord hath given him rest. There was no war. You know what? It's hard to have peace in the midst of war. I read a little story about during World War II, uh, when, when the Germans were just trying to annihilate the, uh, the British Empire and, and, and they, some uh, days they would dump a thousand uh, pounds uh, of explosive bombs upon the, upon the city of London and said one old preacher, he, he said that he gathered all of his little congregation together and he said they gathered every day and they, they prayed and he said they prayed that God would help them and, and deliver them from German occupation and that he, the that, that Germans wouldn't take them. And he said, uh, he said, so he went around after the service one night and he said, now, now, now listen, when you go home, get some sleep, get some rest. And said one old lady said, well, brother, I sleep like a baby. I sleep all night long. He said, even, and he knew where she lived, and he said, you mean even in the midst of the bombs you sleep? She said, well, sure. She said, it's no use, man, God staying awake. He, 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 can, he never sleeps. He never slumbers or sleeps. So I didn't figure it's any use to me staying awake all night. He's going to stay awake. You said, Brother Ray, that's kind of humorous. No, that's the reality of faith, isn't it? You see, here we see that the reason that, that you and I do right and we have the right desires is because, my dear friends, we've been given rest on every side. 
Well, wait a minute. Also, uh, we see, and I'm not going to take, I don't have time to develop all this in verses 8 through uh, 15, but we see that this passionate beginning of Asa also had a reasonable test. There's a reasonable test here. Look in verse 8. It says, Asa had an army of men that bears targets and spears out of Judah, 300,000, and out of Benjamin, and bears shields and drew bows, 200,000 and four uh, score a thousand. And all these were mighty men of valor. I'll tell you what, buddy, that's an impressive army in anybody's book. I mean, these were guys that, that my dear friends, they, they didn't run from a fight. They weren't looking for what? They, they, these men were, were ready to do battle. Look at the next verse. And we've got an impressive army here. And there came out against them Zerah, the Ethiopian, with a host of a thousand thousands. They had 300 and some thousand men, Judah did. The enemy had over a million. You're talking about an impressive army. They were impressive. 300 chariots, it says. And you know what Asa did? Look what it says he did. It says, and Asa went out against them, and they set the battle in array in the valley of Zephath at Marishah. And notice what Asa did when they set the battle. And Asa cried unto the Lord. It is nothing for thee to help, whether with many or with, uh, with them that have no power. Help us, O Lord our God, for we rest on thee, and in thy name do we come, go against this multitude. O Lord, thou art God. Let not man prevail against thee. Amen. You see, Asa in this test was more concerned about what, what people thought about God than what people thought about him. And you and I need to realize tonight that we can have a, a passionate beginning and we can face the test and pass it with. I mean, you figure here, here was, here was a test that you went when the expert looked at it and said, you know what? Oh, oh Asa's going to get his tail kicked. That's not good grammar, I know, but it's just good common sense. You're going to get slapped your face, silly boy. Don't go out against them. But you see, Asa had something that the other side didn't have. They had God on their side. And my dear friends, when you have the right desires and the right practices and you do all the things for the right reasons, because God's the one that's leading you, God's giving you rest, then you know what? When the test comes, you can be like Asa and pray, Lord, you know what? Don't let them prevail against us. Why? Because when they prevail against us, they're going to prevail against you. And I'm more concerned about what people think of you than what people think of me. This passionate beginning. Boy, I tell you what, there's a whole lot more here. Well, let me ask you a question. When I begin to think about walking in truth, and walking with the Lord, how passionate am I about it? 
Now, I'm going somewhere with this, and I'll have to come back and do it, but I can't do it tonight. Because you see, here's a man of character. But when Asa gets to the place that he should be a man of great character, we find out that he's a character. And you say, Brother Ritter, that could never happen to me. Don't be so foolish. Pride goeth before fall. So as we think about it tonight, take a trip down memory lane. Remember when you first got saved? How excited you were about the things of God? I can still remember sitting in Marlbrook Baptist Church with F. Wilson Bowman talking about prophecy. Talking about the second coming of Christ and about the rapture of the church and about the tribulation period. Man, I'll tell you what, I thought, man, boy, that's going to be someday. But some 40 years later, 50 years later, is the passion still there? I ask you tonight, do you have that passionate desire for God to be God and you just to be his servant. Father, bless our time together tonight. Pray that you'll help us. You'll guide us. You'll help us to understand through this Old Testament character, this king, that Lord did what was right. His heart never departed from you. Lord, may you, Lord, teach us that we need to have a passionate desire for you to get the glory. And Lord, we'll give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you tonight.